create your symphony of success with sales enablement. I'm super excited to announce the start of our focus series on sales enablement. It will be a great pleasure to welcome Peter Schwarzer as our first expert and talk with him about how to connect with potential customers and nurture them as the first step of our sales enablement process. Peter, the first thing I want to start off with is to give you the chance to introduce yourself in your own words, what you do, where you come from, what your company does, and who are you as a person and what made you the person you are today? Hey, yeah, well, as you know, my name is Peter Schwarz and I'm a senior lecturer at the MCI, um, to Entrepreneur School here in Innsbruck. Um, um, I'm here on to teach people marketing and sales um, and this in a modern way. That's why this is complete my topic. And besides that, I founded my um, couple of years ago my own company uh, which is called salt and peter and uh, in this company i um, help companies to implement social selling um, to help them set up marketing strategies to set to help them set up content strategies mm -hmm. um, so what made me as a person how i how i am now i'm um, I did a study of um, economic, uh, economics here in Innsbruck uh, with the um, with a clear direction and strategy to learn more about econometrics and statistics. So as you can see, I'm not the clear marketer, um, but my personal career after um, uh, finalizing my um, doctor degree here in Innsbruck um, shifted leads me to marketing. And I, I'm now in a position where I connect both words that means um, data analytics data science um, mm -hmm. statistics causality and for sure marketing topics so um, I guess um, it's, it's something um, on my side what makes a lot of fun to me and this is where I love to be wow that sounds like a great portfolio thank you so much for those Peter for your introduction so maybe before we dive into the key topic of today I have one question that really itches under my nails. And the question is, what does sales enablement mean for you? How do you define it? It's a, it's a good question. And it, it, it seems like that it starts right away with um, the same I do in my lectures, start with definitions. And, uh, mm -hmm. and um, in this case, um, sales enable, uh, enablement is for me more or less uh, a process which provides sales teams a couple of resources and um, those resources they actually need to to close more deals to produce more sales um, it could be as i mentioned what i do in sultan peter uh, it could be content it could be tools it could be some sort of knowledge um, or data and information so um, uh, those things or more or less in a nutshell, what, what, um, what combined help people um, to close deals and get closer to deals. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for those insights. I mean, it's a huge range and a broad umbrella to bring various aspects under one roof, so to say, so wonderful thanks. So in order to keep our participants on top of our focus topic today, let's dive into it and give them some valuable insights. When we look at uh, prospecting, Peter, especially the beginning, connect and nurture, I think there are so many mistakes, pitfalls where you can drop into. And honestly, 
I made a lot of them. I made a lot of experience with that. So which ones come into your mind and what are your advices to avoid those pitfalls? Um, uh, thank you for that question. And um, uh, actually in, in, in this case, I would somehow a little bit separate between the company's perspective, what can a company make wrong and what can an individual make wrong. And um, when, I, when I start with the company and I faced a lot of situations in, 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 in this way, when I went to companies to talk about social selling, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's more or less, um, is the company already mature to um, use sales enablement or use uh, techniques like um, social selling or not. And in, in the sense of um, um, sales enablement, um, there are a couple of questions what you have to address to your company or to yourself as a CEO. Um, um, when you can answer them properly, you're probably um, um, a company which is already on a stages on maturity, which can implement sales enablement. Mm -hmm. This could possibly be um, um, do all um, uh, groups, all sales groups in my company follow more or less the same sales process with predictable outcomes, some common measurements, or second, it could be um, how do you measure the sales um, representative's performance? Is it regularly measurement in somehow an aligned process um, along this um, um, buyer funnel? Um, is it clear? communicated what's the goal of our um, uh, business is so more or less do everybody in my company know what is the business objective and um, for sure um, um, do i offer to my employees or to my sales reps um, enough possibilities to train their skills to be on uh, on the point to know about the product um, um, and one additional thing is, um, um, is this whole process only aiming for revenue and closed deals or are there a couple of stages um, what got measured and what got somehow um, um, uh, took into the sales representative's account and measure his performance? Because as you know, from a, from a buyer funnel or a sales funnel or a marketing funnel, um, you have, we have a couple of steps and in, in, in every single step, when somebody has to set some sort of action, you can measure and you can measure the performance and the performance is not only about, um, revenue and closing deals, um, in this case. Um, well, from, um, uh, individual perspective, um, once more, question is, um, am I sure, um, um, am I major enough to use a couple of technology in this case? Can I use uh, social media for um, communication? Um, we know there are tons of ways of communication and we have a broad range of communication in this modern world. And most of the sales representatives still rely on old techniques. They use email as the single channel and rely only on, on, on one channel. For sure, email is really a, a, a tried and trusted lead nurturing technique um, and it delivers impressive results, but um, there's more than that. And um, you have to somehow um, break the clutter um, um, 
at the receiver's point. We later will see and uh, um, I'll probably will um, go a little bit more um, or maybe we have time to talk about um, how many um, uh, impressions you get a day from commercial side. And you we have can to pick be... this topic up now if you want to. We can dive deeper there. Mm, sure, there's st still some mistakes or some uh, individual points, um, 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 but probably we can take it into into account that we talk about this later uh, yeah. to to uh, talk about perception of consumers and buyers in this case. Um, maybe to to just don't rely on just one channel. There are so many chances and um, opportunities on websites, um, on social media, um, et cetera, what you can use to, to contact and to address people. The second thing is that most of the peoples are, most of people are too greedy to get the data or to get um, uh, the deals closed. So, don't shut this gate really too soon. Um, it could be somehow um, annoying um, or maybe consumers already know that you are just aiming for the data. Um, you just want to make a deal. You just want to make, um, you want to close it or uh, to make a sale in this case. Um, a third thing and um, uh, is, is possible that most of the salespersons and sales representatives think that um, um, it's a matter of office hours. So you just address people in office hours. Um, nowadays, it's, it's um, um, if you look and some analysis of LinkedIn on some research, they see that the sweet spot for C-level um, um, decision makers, C-level managers is at eight o'clock in the evening. It's not on 5 p.m., it's on eight o'clock in the evening. Um, regarding content, um, um, I just uh, want to mention that the one size fits it all set is not given in this case. If you see a, a long sales funnel in every part of this sales funnel, if you if you use the the really really old concept of Elmo Smith AIDA, um, um, in every part of this concept, you need a different sort of message to address the needs of the consumer or the buyer in this case. And this is the same thing here in the sales funnel. You need the right message. In the right time and on the right channel in this case. Um, last thing uh, what I want to mention is that um, as an individual or a sales re representative you should be aligned with what your company is communicating and which campaigns um, um, they are running. So we should normally there should be a system and this is more or less overlapping thing between the individual and the company how can we assure um, that um, we know what everybody does in this case uh, which leads me to technology and um, possibly a good crm system yeah well we see already how complex this topic is prospecting in general i mean you just described four areas the company per se the individual the timing when should we actually put the content out there and also is the message which I as a person send aligned with my company message so that we don't get contradicted here so 
absolutely but, complex topic which needs to be aligned or in the case with the well, the sales representative which is sitting next to you or a, a positive of you mm -hmm. just imagine if you contact um, one customer one buyer um, today and um, the guy who is sitting here tomorrow or um, opposite of you contacts the same um, a buyer or consumer uh, on the next day uh, and try to do the same thing if you are not maintaining your your systems or um, um, make a good documentation of your process, it leads to uh, to to unprofessionalism, if if you want to when we call it this way. Absolutely, can only agree to that, Peter. Thanks so much. So, if we maybe take on the next question, when we speak about the B two B sales process per se, how it changed throughout the last couple of years. I mean, there was a tremendous change. And I was reading a study, I think it was from Focus Vision just the other day, where I saw that the consumer today reads about 13 different pieces of content until they come to a final buying decision. What does this development mean for today's sales and marketing and uh, how is this connected to the buyer? How do you perceive that? Mm. Well, uh, in, in this case, I want to, to move our vision um, one step further in the funnel. Mm -hmm. When we managed to be one of those 13 pieces, we already did a good job. Um, based on some, some studies out of consumer behavior and perception, um, we, uh, we now know that um, one single person um, got around 3,500 touch points with commercials or commercial messages per day. Yeah. That means when I combine this 3,500 with your 13, um, it's around 0.4%, um, which really manages um, to break this clutter. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I'm, um, in this case, um, mean clutter, there's some certain threshold in consumer perception and buyer perception. Um, and you have to be really creative um, to, um, um, to break this clutter, um, to go over this threshold of um, perception at the consumer spot. Uh, maybe a perfect example in, in this case is um, a dog whistle. Um, when you when you um, blow a dog whistle, um, um, you know the dog can hear it. It's targeted to this um, 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 to this animal, and nobody else can hear it. So in 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 our sense of communication, to get over these sensory thresholds, um, we have to develop our own dog whistle. So um, I love this analogy. Great, yeah. great, wonderful. And this is this is more or less um, um, something what um, what modern marketing and sales departments have to develop um, um, to to be one of those um, thirteen which um, got opened as an email, got opened or um, got somehow recognized or perceived um, um, by the consumer. Back in the days, 1960s, we only had um, 560 such touch points a day mm -hmm. or possible um, things what we see. Now we are on 3,500 and this is uh, pretty a lot. Yeah, tremendous change. So you already mentioned one skill that's important that we really tailor the message and also 
create awareness with the customer, potential customer that they recognize us. So if you think about it, more than 50% of consumers, when you ask them, tell, tell us or feedback to us that, hey, you had a tailored message and it was tailor-made engagement to me. How else does this um, feedback from the customers apply or what do we need to do? But which actions do we need to take in the prospecting there? I mean, I mean, when when I when we talk about skills, there are uh, plenty of concepts, especially out of social selling. I, um, I'm a couple of years ago, I, I read the book from uh, Melanie Dodaro, um, uh, and she brought in there this is this so named EAT concept, which means empathy, um, authenticity, and trust, and those three things combined. Um, we have to develop those things, mm -hmm. and and I I think um, and I guess everybody who is actually in, in our room and listen to what we are saying and is a sales representative, um, you have to understand the customer, and I I think that you totally agree that this the um, this this quote walk in the customer shoes is one of the major concepts as ever, yeah. so. Um, uh, Empathy to understand the customer um, is is some really centric things. What you what you have to do, and the better you got knowledge over the customer, what he's doing, what he's aiming for, um, um, the better you can react on, um, on 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 his actions and deliver to him those before named um, right message, right time, right channel. Well. To be authentic, I mean, this should be clear for everybody. Um, if you, if you play a role, um, uh, nobody will will develop some sort of trust in you. Um, you should be you should care about each other. You should um, somehow um, listen to people, um, um, and um, you you should more or less in this case um try to to deliver value to the customer not sell a product it's all about value delivery in this case and i guess with um these three things um, um and build trust um with the, with the last point um those are skills what should be developed. There are tons of um, other um, soft skills, um, be on time, um, um, uh, clear communication, uh, listening skills, uh, be confident, etc. But in my sense, um, um, they, those are just subcategories of the other three ones. Mm -hmm. So they help you more or less to develop some some. Um, some combined areas where you um, make them success. Okay, great. So being authentic, empathetic, actively listen and walking the shoe of my customer, basically, to summarize that. So if I manage those skills and I finally made it and I connected with my prospect, how do you see the next step of nurturing? How does that work? And what insights can you give us on that aspect? Um, um, yeah, from 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 a data-driven point of view, um, um, and from a marketing point of view, we we always talk about market segments, and um, we know that market segments really respond 
differently. And um, in this case, we um, a clear do is is that we have to test some approaches, test, track if it works, and then reevaluate uh, these approaches. Um, um, first of all, we for sure we have to collect a, a lot of data to see if it's somehow uh, statistically significant, uh, significant, um, and then we can roll it out to a larger. Um, um, group of customers in our um, database. So, so we are in this case really in a, in, in a, already in a technical perspective, what we can do in, in sense of a CRM system. Mm -hmm. um, and leads me once more to what I mentioned already before, the CRM system should be up to date every day. Um, so um, it should track when you communicate um, over which channel and which message based on a really customer-centric approach. Um, and this is for growing companies or bigger companies, or as well for startups, is this the key to success? Uh, I have talked to a lot of startups here at MCI or startup ideas, and we were talking about CRM systems and they actually had no clue, but um, after I told them that you have to set up at the beginning a CRM system that you know what you did with your um, customer, what you talk with your customer to maintain your customer or the sales process, um, um, it makes sense to them and they start searching for a solution in this case. Uh -huh. um, when we talk about a little bit larger companies, um, I guess it should be a clear do or a thing what you should have on on um, on your list is you have to develop some sort of lead criteria. Yeah. How do you distinguish between a qualified lead or an unqualified lead? Especially this this tension field between sales and marketing departments um, could lead into failure. And as we know, and as everybody know, um, those both departments are out with this, each other. So they are not some often on the same page. Um, so some sort of lead scoring in this case could help to distinguish between a qualified or an unqualified lead. Mm -hmm. um, clear don'ts. Um, don't deliver endless messages to your leads. And um, it, they quickly become annoyed of your company, get a bad impression. And um, if you if they are gone, they are gone. Um, additionally, um, if you send messages, they won't, they should not be ambitious. They should be clear focused, um, should clearly craft out a message um, of additional value to the customer, um, to see that you are a caring company, that you are care for them, Etc. So, um, I guess if you do a little bit of research um, on the internet, you f you find tons of do's and don'ts, and um, it's really tough to break it down. And it's so individual um, um, for every company that you have to see it as um, some sort of um, use case, um, or each mm -hmm. each company as single in entity in this case. Great. Well, Peter. Just looking at the watch, time is flying. We are almost at the end of our time together. I can't believe it, Peter. But before I open the floor for the questions from our participants, which are coming in constantly right now, 
Um, one last question, or maybe second last question before we open it up. Um, I think also our participants are interested to, to hear. You mentioned some books before already. Are there any other books, podcasts, or major events which have been turning points for you? What you want participants to be aware of when they think they are highly influential also in your years? Uh, actually, um, there is there are tons of literature facing me every day, starting from bachelor and master thesis on certain topics. Uh, but um, a couple of um, books really changed my mind. And based on my background, I'm I played American football. I have been general manager of a football club here in Austria. I'm I'm really um, tied into sports and. Um, I started reading the book um, Moneyball from Michael Lewis, and um, I guess everybody knows the movie probably with Brad Pitt about the baseball story and how they changed this subjective system of scouting of baseball players into um, a measurement performance system and um, fitting those positions into on the baseball field and this thing is nothing different in, in companies you try to measure the performance of your employees and push them in the position or develop them into a different position um, 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 in your company to get the best of it, out of it to win the game and 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 this book really changed somehow uh, my mind and uh, was was a good start there are other books the captain class and war room um, regarding sports which which um, have more or less some leadership approach some um, um, as well um, uh, quantitative approach uh, how do you should uh, grade players in this case um, uh, now today actually I'm I'm listening I'm following um, Gary Vaynerchuk on LinkedIn I'm, I love what he's doing with a New York Times best-selling author Neil Patel former Google um, employee um, I, I love to hear to his podcast um, magazine wise and it's, it's those are two German speaking magazines um, I use a business punk magazine to to open up my mind um, mm -hmm. to see different uh, business models and to keep me somehow in marketing technique up to date I use t3n magazine um, yeah. I, I like it to read it. I, I think it's so. You see, I more or less cover everything: books, online, um, whatever. Great, super. So your spare time is basically booked with reading, listening, and getting things up to date from. Well, I'm what, uh, still watching sports, is, <laughs> um, and uh, for sure I have a family, but um, um, watching sports, um, especially American sports, is, is on, on the top of my list. Super cool. Well, maybe one question from our participants, which came in, is, um, is there a specific prospecting strategy for LinkedIn? Should we connect with everyone or select them? What's your take on that, Peter? Um, uh, I, I would be selective on um, who you are taking, um, um, but it should fit in your portfolio. Mm -hmm. So it um, you 
you probably do not know the other part what you what you were um, um, connecting to um, but actually if he is somehow in the range of your strategy um, uh, put him in into your network it could possibly be that you are not closing a deal immediately um, mm -hmm. but it could be that in future based on content where you where you position yourself as a personal brand, um, show competence, show that you are a big brand, could help you that this guy sees you and recognize, okay, this is in my um, LinkedIn account, uh, one of my contacts, I approach him because I think he can help me to solve this problem. So uh, LinkedIn is real, and Xing, I have to mention Xing as well for the DACH area, um, is a network, it's a, um, um, a network which helps us to solve business problems by finding people and persons. So it's more or less person search. Google is problem search or um, emotion search or however you want to call it. And uh, LinkedIn is clear um, uh, searching for the right persons. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, the second question maybe, what is a no-go when monitoring employees? Is this not too much controlling and to less freedom. Another question. <laughs> this is this is really is a really good one. Um, um, uh, actually, it depends on the um, company culture, mm -hmm. and um, uh, if you monitor your um, employees. The, uh, the lead of the department also got monitored and his decisions. So you set up more or less, in my sense, a full system of transparency in the company. And um, it opens up um, um, multiple things of um, freedom for employees and for the company because you only got measured by performance. Not anymore, um, you, the, the main measurement is not the timestamp or the temperature of your uh, chair in the office. The measurement is how you perform. And nobody cares anymore about where you perform and how you do, you perform. And I guess this, this is more or less the core thing why you are in a company. Um, so, um, you, for sure, you have to change working contracts. You have to set, a, set in um, some sort of um, gradings. And um, when we think about monitoring people and controlling people, everybody in his mind thinks that it's about hard facts, about sales, revenue, and all those things. That's not true. There's additional parts, and if you if you look on the grading um, on a personal and HR gradings like the Hay grading, etc., um, there are soft uh, soft skills also mentioned in there. How do you grow as a person inside the company? Did you develop new skills? And if you combine hard hard facts and um, soft facts and uh, define goals where you should develop, I guess it's a fair system for everybody. But it should be clearly communicated and uh, transparent for everybody there. Yeah, transparency will definitely be key here. Yeah. Super, Peter. Thank you so much. So if our participants want to reach out to you or connect with you, what's the best way to connect? How do uh, you best, want to be reached? Uh, 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 you can Google me. You 
find my email address here at MCI. Um, uh, um, but uh, for sure on LinkedIn. So um, I'm, I have a profile on LinkedIn. Um, just contact me there, send me invitations, messages. If you have any questions after this expert interview, um, just let me know. Um, I try to do my best to, to help you and to solve your problems. Wonderful. Thank you, Peter. Thank you so much for your time today. We are already out of the time. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I, I wish you all the best um, for your future career, dear participants. And um, Britta, thank you for the chance to be here. Thank you, Peter. And thanks all to all of you. I hope you also enjoyed the conversation as much as I did with Peter. I'm already looking forward to my next talk next week, where I'm honored to welcome Hugh McFarlane, the founder of Align Me. And we will speak about the next step in our process. We will tackle, evaluate and qualify. And along the way, we will discover the secret behind rhythmic marketing and the concept of shaping your prospects. So stay tuned and join us again next Thursday. Thanks to you. Bye.